Barclay of Yuri by John Greenleaf Whittier from the World's Best Poetry, Volume Seven, Descriptive and Narrative, Part Two. Read for LibriVox.org by Sonia as the narrator. Adam Bielka as the broadsword. Thomas Peter as the henchman, and Adrian Stevens as Barclay of Uri. Barclay of Uri. Up the streets of Aberdeen by the Kirk and College Green rode the laird of Uri. Close behind him, close beside, foul of mouth and evil-eyed, pressed the mob in fury. Flouted him the drunken churl, jeered at him the serving girl, prompt to please her master, and the begging carlin late, fed and clothed at Uri's gate, cursed him as he passed her. Yet with calm and stately mien, up the streets of Aberdeen, came he slowly riding and to all he saw and heard answering not with bitter word turning not for chiding came a troop with broadswords swinging bits and bridles sharply ringing loose and free and forward quoth the foremost ride him down push him prick him through the town drive the quaker coward but from out the thickening crowd cried a sudden voice and loud barclay ho a barclay and the old man at his side saw a comrade battle tried scarred and sunburned darkly who with ready weapon bare fronting to the troopers there cried aloud god save us call coward him who stood ankle deep in lutzen's blood with the brave gustavus nay i do not need thy sword comrade mine said yuri's lord put it up i pray thee passive to his holy will trust i in my master still even though he slay me pledges of thy love and faith proved on many a field of death not by me are needed marvelled much that henchman bold that his laird so stout of old now so meekly pleaded woe's the day he sadly said with a slowly shaking head and a look of pity yuri's honest lord reviled mock of knave and sport of child in his own good city speak the word and master mine as we charged on tilly's line and his walloon lancers smiting through their midst we'll teach civil look and decent speech to these boyish prancers marvel not mine ancient friend like beginning like the end quoth the laird of yuri is the sinful servant more than his gracious lord who bore bonds and stripes in jury give me joy that in his name i can bear with patient frame all these vain ones offer while for them he suffered long shall i answer wrong with wrong scoffing with a scoffer happier i with loss of all hunted outlawed held in thrall with few friends to greet me than when reeve and squire were seen riding out from aberdeen with bared heads to meet me when each good wife o'er and o'er blessed me as i passed her door and the snooded daughter through her casement glancing doon smiled on him who bore renown from red fields of slaughter hard to feel the stranger's scoff hard the old friends falling off hard to learn forgiving 
but the Lord his own rewards, and his love with theirs accords, warm and fresh and living. Through this dark and stormy night, faith beholds a feeble light, up the blackness streaking, knowing God's own time is best, in a patient hope I rest, for the full day breaking. So the laird of Yeary said, turning slow his horse's head, towards the Tolbooth prison, where through iron gates he heard poor disciples of the word preach of Christ arisen. Not in vain, confessor old, unto us the tale is told of thy day of trial. Every age on him who strays from its broad and beaten ways pours its sevenfold vial. Happy he whose inward ear angel comfortings can hear over the rebel's laughter, and, while hatred's faggots burn, glimpses through the smoke discern of the good hereafter. Knowing this, that never yet share of truth was vainly set in the world's white fellow, after hands shall sow the seed, after hands from hill and mead reap the harvest's yellow. Thus, with somewhat of a seer, must the moral pioneer from the future borrow, clothe the waste with dreams of grain, and, on midnight sky of rain, paint the golden morrow. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.